Wednesday of the second day of the first and 21. <sighs> I'm filled with joy. Um, even though it's a very rainy, kind of gray day in Vancouver, I'm filled with joy. Um, I have been really empowered. I just reading the eighth chapter of Acts. I'm doing daily Bible readings with a friend uh, and that I've gotten ready. I have a cup of juice beside me for my daily vitamins uh, during the winter. And I also leaf through quite a lot of material to try and get on with this podcast series of um, reflecting on my decade. But the struggle is, so today's year is supposed to be 2011. I've been looking back at <clears throat> I scrolled all the way down to the bottom of my timeline on Facebook. I also um, went through all the different kinds of sentimental uh, materials that I have that I've kept over the years. So I have, for example, letters from friends. I have a, like a, a literally a handful of souvenirs, but it's mostly letters um, and things like that that I've gotten from friends. Um, I would also go through my Spotify playlist, uh, but I, I think I only started using Spotify in 2015. So I don't have music to trigger me and uh, I've been really struggling because apparently 2011 is the year that I really did not leave a lot of material behind. I don't know where I can find stuff. Um, <clears throat> I was going through my letters. I actually have quite a few letters from 2008 um, and I have stuff from 2010 um, and then stuff from 2012. So apparently 2011 was the year without anything. Um, <clears throat> so I'm going to have to go back, um, without, not without a lot of reference material. And I'm going to have to try and dig through my memories because I don't remember 2011 very clearly, frankly. Um, I know that 2011 is the year that I would have been in. So 20, 2008 to 2009, um, because in Canada, in, in North America, uh, the semesters start in September. So I would have been in ninth grade from September 20, 2008 to 2009, 10th grade from 2009 to 2010. And I believe that after 10th grade was the summer that I went on my uh, trip to China, volunteering trip. To, um, and then 2010 to 2011 would have been my uh, 11th grade. Calculating the right, 2008 to 2009 is ninth grade. 9 to 10, September 2009 to June 10th grade, and 2010 to 2011 would have been, oh my gosh, this is unnecessarily so confusing. Um, so that actually makes a lot of sense as to why um, I don't have a lot of material. Okay, okay, now that I've um, counted down the years. Now it makes perfect sense why I really don't have a lot of material from 2011. So <laughs> my 11th grade, or I should specify the first time I did 11th grade. Ooh, okay. So I have a lot of long story around this. Um, this was a really, really tough year for multiple reasons. Um, in 2010, the summer of 2010, I had gone on my first ever volunteering slash mission trip, like a Christian volunteering trip. Uh, to China and this was a trip that I prepared for quite a long time um, China was a place I had in my heart for a long time gotten the most in touch uh, with God and my faith grew so much um, during that time and I experienced so much of God's providence and I began to really understand what it means to have my own faith journey as soon as I came back uh, was probably the greatest struggle 
uh, period followed the period of my life that was the greatest struggle. I was severely, I don't know what the right diagnosis is, was I was very, very not okay, <laughs> emotionally and mentally unstable. Um, so the semester following that summer trip, so September 2010 to December uh, 2011, tw December and January 2011, that semester I was spiraling really badly. Um, I was drinking a lot. Um, I had started uh, smoking, um, not quite a lot, but I had. A, a, I discovered a pack of cigarettes that somebody else had hidden away, and I did smoke a little bit, very, very, very minuscule amount, uh, but I did. Um, I started skipping classes to a level that was completely unacceptable, and in the beginning, during the first few months of the class, I was obviously a star student uh, because this was the first time I had started the International Baccalaureate, like the advanced academics program at my school in grade 11. Uh, and it was, yeah, I just kind of cruised on my natural talent. Um, and I really thrived in that kind of uh, academically challenging environment um, at an intellectual level. Uh, but inside, uh, my mental health and emotional health was degrading severely. And it got to the point that probably, I actually do remember now, um, December, to December 2010 to January 2011. Uh, again, one of the lowest parts times of my life. Um, I tried to kill myself, pretty sure second, well, I can't remember the exact week, but uh, it was the last day of winter vacation or not the last day of winter vacation. It was the day that school was supposed to start, something like that. Anyway, um, I can't remember the exact date, uh, but it was the, yeah, it was in January 2011 when I attempted to kill myself. I should have probably put in a trigger warning on this. I'll put it, I'll put a trigger warning on this um, in the actual description. Um, yeah, I didn't realize 2011 was the year that I had hit that low point, but it must have been. Um, wow, okay, I didn't realize this uh, decade reflection was going to... I thought it was a little bit later or earlier, but okay, apparently 2011 was the year. That's why I don't have any materials because, yeah. Anyway, um, so that was a tough, tough time. I, after I attempted to kill myself, I ran away from home. I can't remember the order. I can't remember if I ran away from home for, yes, so that's what happened. Um, I tried to kill myself. That's when I, um, after that attempt failed, I went and talked to my school career counselor who really is someone who I think was so instrumental in getting me back on track. I really do see her as someone who kind of, kind of someone did, who really did turn my life around, um, save my life. Someone I think of as, yeah, yeah, someone who was really important and instrumental in my life. Um, her name was uh, Mrs. Wilson. She was my career counselor um, in my high school. And I didn't know where to go. So after I had attempted, you know, I had the scar and like, so, and also my drunken state, I, I, I'd gotten drunk before actually, um, before attempting. Um, so I was still quite semi-drunk or hungover. Um, and in my drunken state, I had also chopped up my hair, not a proper haircut, but just, just again, as a, as a um, way of expressing self-harm, I suppose. I just chopped off a big chunk of my hair and my hair was weird. Um, <laughs> so I remember, uh, yeah, going into her room, I was wet, soaking wet. Um, I was, I had this thing that uh, I ended it, needed to get some first aid on. I was, I was bleeding, um, and I remember spending that day just sitting in her 
office and she must have been out of her wits you know she's not a she you know she's not an emotional or like psych she's not a psychological psychologist um she's not a yeah um but i'd come to her for help and then i just sat in her office all day she was trying to help me in the best way she can she found this friend she found another girl in the school who was trying to get into hairdressing and so she she had scissors and she had some of the skills obviously still high school or not very highly trained but you know um and so she i got a haircut in her office by the student who had no idea what was happening um but so that i didn't look like a mad woman and i could kind of pretend to be normal <laughs> um and this was the day that my mom was also coming back um from korea because i had spent about i think the two weeks by myself um and i yeah i got a haircut in her office and i just sat in her office all day uh she must have had other things to do that day but all her plans were cancelled and that was january 2011 and then i think i ran away from home um and i'm trying to also and i think that was the point that the program said i have basically like not attended enough classes i had not uh submitted like the final assignments for that semester and the semester i think ends in january 2011 um starts in September 2010 and ends in January 2011 and I hadn't submitted the materials and I, they could not put me on the next grade and so we had that tough conversation the IB program coordinator who I also again thank for being such an important lifesaver in my life um she and my parents like we had this negotiation of if I could get a doctor's uh note uh saying that I had a medical condition I could basically instead of i could waive this year from getting all my academic records period so that i was like away sick for the entire year um and so that's what i did 2011 i'm going to a early psychosis prevention center so an actual psych not just a um not just some kind of emotional counseling whatever but like an actual psych <laughs> um <clears throat> and i didn't actually comply with the processes. Um I said whatever I could that would I basically lied to my doctor. Um again this is a a a a, a like 15 16 year old teenager. You have to understand. <laughs> um and I lied to my doctor uh so that I could get away with a diagnosis, but a diagnosis that wasn't going to what I from my point of view at that as a 16 year old um uh, wasn't going to lock me up in a psych ward. Um uh, so I lied to my doctor. <laughs> <clears throat> And I think I got an OCD diagnosis, which I don't think is true. Um so I was medicated, but I obviously didn't want to actually take the medicine because I knew that the diagnosis was faulty because I hadn't been truthful to my doctor. So that was probably up until April 2011 or Jan March 2011, something like that. That was the process. Um all this negotiation um I didn't go to school in the following semester. I didn't know what I was doing. Um Yeah. <laughs> so it's up here. Um wow, I I didn't realize that this decade reflection stuff was going to go so dark so quickly. Um and then so that was up until maybe March or April 2011, I can't remember. I had cut ties with pretty much all of my um friends. I didn't talk to any of them. I spent most of my time at home. Um my mom didn't know, my parents didn't know what to do with me. Um and I just I cried a lot, a lot of self-harm. 
And then, yeah, summer came along. I can't remember what I did that with that summer. I can't remember if I spent it in Korea or even in Canada. I can't even remember that. Um, I remember that during the summer, well, I must have spent some of it in Canada because I do remember like reconnecting with my friends again. Um, my high school friends in maybe like late summer of 2011. Um, and I think they might have thrown me a late birthday party or something like that. Uh, my birthday is in July, so I think I wasn't able to attend that birthday party because I was in Korea. Really, my, my, my memories from this season are really foggy because I haven't um, recalled on these two in too much detail, probably because it was painful. Again, like I don't have a lot of material or photos from these times because it was such a dark time. Um, and I also realized while going back through my uh, Facebook that apparently August 2011 is when I started Facebook. And I have a couple of um, posts from that time saying that, you know, I have a band that I used to really like um, and stuff like that. Uh, so, yeah, so August 2011 must have been when I kind of reconnected back with social life. Um, and September 2011, I went back into 11th grade. Um, the original 11th grade kind of being erased from my records. And I was known, <laughs> like all the teachers, teachers must have gossiped, like they must, something must have gone around um, and also all of my like not just my friends but also my acquaintances and peer group um, who now were a grade above me were all probably confused because I was a person who clearly partied a lot outside of school um, but in school I was quite intelligent I was I was excelling academically except for again uh, that time when I didn't submit work but during the time that I did attend class I was considered quite brilliant um, so I kind of had this prodigy status and then, so nobody understood what had happened basically. <laughs> um, and so I attended, uh, 11th grade again, and I had a new peer group who were a year younger than me and they were confused. Um, but I started making new friends and 2011, yeah, I think, and this was, I think also the semester I took the course called theory of knowledge, uh, which is a mandatory course for all who do IV. Um, and it's. It's what it sounds like, theory of knowledge. It's, it's talking about the theory of knowledge part of basically philosophy 101. Um, a really great course, and I'm so glad I took it. I do recall I did this final project. Um, <clears throat> oh, also in this process, I changed churches, which makes, um, of course, it would be quite difficult after all this mess had happened um, to kind of continue to be a part of that church community when people, basically people knew too much. You know how in a small village or a small community, it's really tight-knit and something just really terrible and hard to explain happens to you it's just kind of like don't want to be part of it <laughs> like like it's just hard to continue to be there and you know when something extreme happens in a small village people move away basically that principle so we changed churches um so i moved from the original church we went to in langley to one that was closer by in surrey um and i made new friends at this church uh i was i think i joined the worship 2011 like the later months of 2011 <clears throat> um and yeah i was making new friends uh in school so that's kind of where 2011 was i was still obviously struggling with you know it's undiagnosed um really undiagnosed at this point so it's hard for me to say what it was probably a combination of severe depression i had um real like anger issues i was obviously doing self-harm uh so you know whatever the actual diagnosis was i did have quite manic states um 
So there were times when I would go into a bit of a manic state and that's when you would do the drinking, the smoking, the partying, um, all of that kind of. So who knows, maybe it was a bit more of a case of bipolar, blah, who knows, I don't, I don't know. Um, it, it's, it doesn't make, I don't have the medical training to diagnose myself. And even if you did, you probably shouldn't diagnose yourself. Um, so yeah, 2011 was a dark, dark year. <laughs> Man, um, I know the premise of this entire podcast series was going to be to talk about the amount of progress you have made or I have made in the past 10 years and to think about um, the, the potential of how much things can change in the next 10. But talk about a low place, like a really low spot, a low place in your life to start from. I can't believe that was 2011, January 2011. And here I am sitting here January 2021. And all I have to say is that I am so thankful to imagine that I'm someone with this much life and this much hope. <laughs> Uh, the accomplishments I've made, um, the amount of comfort I feel with myself, the, the, the ideas I had about um, my sexuality, the ideas I had about my body image, ideas I had about faith, the, 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 my lack of willingness to be truthful, honest. I was just in this world of lies that I created for myself because I wanted to hide. Um, I hated myself so much and to think about how much confidence I have in myself now and how comfortable I feel being me. Crazy to compare. I think that that can happen in 10, ten years. Um, <laughs> and yeah, and, and, and I, my life was absorbed in me. I could think about nothing else but the kind of the dark prison walls of my own mind um, and to be in a place now where I take care of my health Right. I take care of, I, I, I am able to actually go beyond taking care of myself because I am well and I am actually able to take care of others. For me to be someone who actually contributes to my church in a deep and meaningful way. I am so, so thankful the amount of growth that was possible in apparently 10 years. Yeah. Even the later months of 2011, I was more stable. I was more, um, I was still battling through the issues, but I was at, still at least able to go through, you know, daily life, like go to school, go to church. Um, pretend to be okay that's already more than <laughs> like I could be a socially functioning person like a young young you know teenager um, so yeah that was what things were like when I was 16 and 17 and here I am 26 turning 27 in July um, and what an eventful year 2011 was what an eventful decade <laughs> the the tens were the twenty tens, um, yeah. I guess I this podcast series has led me to um, share really deep parts of myself, and I hope you. I I guess I am. I I do feel comfortable posting this on the internet, um, but I guess that's it. <laughs> Um, yeah, so here's my recount of 2011. <laughs> Man, what a year. Um, what a year. I'm just thinking about all the great teachers, the counselors. Um, well, I shouldn't say counselors, Mrs. Wilson, the, the counselor. Um, and the several teachers um, and staff, like the IB coordinator. Um, and my friends, multiple friends, the new friends that I made at that time who are still my friends. 
to this day, 10 years later, I am just thankful for all of them. I'm thankful for God's providence. Still here, <laughs> still alive. Um, and I am actually able to repair my relationship with my family. Astounding. Where we've got, where I've gotten to as a family, where we've gotten to as a, where, where I've gotten to as a person, as an adult, and where my family has gotten to as a, as a family is so deeply astounding to think that that was 10 years ago. Man, January 21. This is the start of the, de reflecting on the decade. <laughs> talk to you next time with, and we'll talk about 2012.